This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. What is the truth about iconic civil rights leader Martin Luther King? Today, we examine his scandals, actual and alleged. To the left in this country, Martin Luther King has been elevated to near Mount Olympus status. Meanwhile, the right has been fed a steady diet of his communist leanings, anti-American activities, and immoral actions. However, in the decades following his tragic assassination, those on the right and those who are white who dared accused MLK of being a socialist or communist were labeled racists. Then in 2010, along came former NAACP president Julian Bond. We don't remember the king who was the critic of capitalism, who who said to uh, Charles Fager when they were in jail together in Selma in 1965 that he thought uh, a modified form of socialism would be the best system for the United States. Uh, We don't remember the Martin Luther King who um, talked ceaselessly about taking care of the the masses and not just dealing with the people at the top of the ladder. Uh, So we've anesthetized him. We've, we've made him into a different kind of person than he actually was in life. And it may be that that's one reason he's so celebrated today, because we, we celebrate a different kind of man than really existed. But he was a bit more radical, not, not terribly, terribly radical, but a bit more radical than we make him out to be today. So what was Martin Luther King Jr., ideologically speaking? He apparently never joined a political party, neither the Democrats or Republicans. And while many left-wing admirers today claim he was a democratic socialist, that claim isn't documented either. MLK did, however, leave some conflicting breadcrumbs along the way. We must also realize that the problems of racial injustice and economic injustice cannot be solved without a radical redistribution of political and economic power. Yet King also strongly denounced LBJ's Great Society, which was socialism put into practice in the United States of America. The promises of the Great Society have been shut down on the battlefield of Vietnam, making the poor, white and Negro, bear the heaviest burdens both at the front and at home. He was obviously disappointed with the allocation of funds to fight the Vietnam War, in which he did not believe. And that caused him to be at odds with LBJ, whose policies called for billions to be spent on poverty, as did MLK's. And it didn't cost the nation one penny to integrate lunch counts. It didn't cost the nation... One penny to guarantee the right to vote. But now we are dealing with issues that cannot be solved without the nation spending billions of dollars and undergoing a radical redistribution of economic power. Billions in spending? Try $22 trillion and counting. 
That number has, in fact, been spent on poverty since Martin Luther King made that speech. It didn't work. Why? Because government doesn't belong in the poverty business. Neighbors do. When MLK supporters proudly state that Reverend King wanted socialism because that's what Jesus taught, they are simply and completely wrong. Jesus taught that individuals and families should take care of the poor. Churches should be the next resort in taking care of the poor. That is what historically works. However, whatever MLK believed ideologically, whatever governmental and economic system he envisioned, it doesn't really matter. We can admire and even emulate his fight for equality and justice along with striving for the successes he earned while disagreeing with his political viewpoints. As for his communist activity, the FBI's interest in King began as a national security matter. In 1961, the Bureau learned that a former Communist Party insider named Stanley Levinson had become King's closest white advisor. Levinson helped write speeches and raise money. The following year, Democratic Attorney General Robert Kennedy approved wiretaps on Levinson's home and office, and the Democratic White House, while JFK was president, advised King to drop his communist friend. In fact, former Democratic First Lady Jackie Kennedy had some very unflattering things to say concerning how Kennedy felt about MLK shortly after JFK was killed. Her comments included the feelings at the time of the equally sainted Robert Kennedy. Well, I mean, the Martin Luther King is really a tricky person, but, but I wouldn't know. He never said anything against Martin Luther King to me. So um, I don't know if he had Bobby would be the one to find out what he ever really thought of him mm-hmm. in that way. But Bobby told me later, I just can't see a picture of Martin Luther King without thinking of um, You know, that man's terrible. It was during the RFK-sanctioned FBI surveillance of King for suspected communist activities within the movement that they came across his interest in women, other than his wife. The affairs were prevalent enough that the FBI even sent audio tapes of at least one of his interludes to his wife, Coretta. It is believed that the FBI, perhaps even J. Edgar Hoover himself, was behind an anonymous letter sent to King calling him evil, a fraud, and telling him that he was done. The anonymous letter writer, claiming only to be, quote, a Negro, end quote, began, King, in view of your low-grade, abnormal, personal behavior, I will not dignify your name with either a mister or a reverend or a doctor, and your last name calls to mind a type of king such as King Henry VIII and his countless acts of adultery and immoral conduct, lower than that of a beast. It concluded, King, there is only one thing for you to do. You know what it is. You have just 34 days in which to do this. This exact number has been selected for a specific reason. It has definite practical significance. You are done. There is but one way out for you. You better take it before your filthy, abnormal, fraudulent self is bared to the nation. Obviously, Martin Luther King did not acquiesce. He also suspected from the beginning that the letter came from J. Edgar Hoover. But in the face of all this pressure, he continued to fight for the cause in which he so strongly believed. 
And yes, there were affairs. Even his close friend and former right-hand man, Ralph Abernathy, finally admitted as much in his 1989 book. It is also true that MLK was with another woman the night before his death. There is absolutely no evidence, however, to back the rumors of prostitutes, white prostitutes in particular, nor the abuse of them, as emails have circulated over the years have alleged. MLK has also been accused of plagiarizing both his Ph.D. dissertation from Boston University and his I Have a Dream speech. The former is true. The latter, not really. The plagiarism was never noticed while King attended school, nor was it realized while he lived. In the 1980s, archivists at the Martin Luther King Papers Project discovered the evidence and eventually presented it to Boston University. In 1991, a committee of scholars at Boston University did indeed conclude that he had stolen his dissertation. However, they decided not to act on it since King had been dead for 23 years by then. It is also alleged that he lifted a 1952 speech at the GOP convention by black pastor Archibald Carey for his dream speech. However, when our team compared the two speeches, it is easy to see that they are quite different other than the similarity of both men using the lyrics from My Country Tis of Thee, especially the phrase, Let Freedom Ring. Clearly, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had serious issues, as everyone does. Morally, the hypocrisy of a reverend cheating on his wife is no doubt difficult at best to understand. And to conservative, constitution-loving Americans, his tendencies towards socialism are definitely problematic. But there still is much we can learn from the man who finally, successfully, moved a nation forward on civil rights, using techniques of nonviolence during a time when there were multiple powerful forces pushing in the opposite direction for violence and chaos. Next time, the turbulent late 60s assassinations and the legacy left by a deeply flawed man. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.